Broads, I firmly believe that everyone could use a little more bread in their lives, which is what the sponsor of today's episode is perfect for, satisfying all your daily bread needs. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from Frozen Box for artisanal bread and broads. They are so delicious. I am so obsessed with Wild Grain. They are so good. They use totally clean ingredients and each product is made utilizing sourdough fermentation. It's better for you and it tastes incredible. Um, so all you have to do is sign up. You pick which type of box you'd like to receive and how often. And there's options for breads, pastas, even pastries. They're croissants. I can't even. Then Wild Grain delivers the goods to your door and every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash chatty to start your subscription. I'm telling you, broads, the most delicious bread. Holy smokes. Yeah. And you get free croissants in every box and $30 of your first box, $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash chatty. That's wildgrain.com slash chatty, or you can use promo code chatty at checkout. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello. Hello, hello Becca. Hi. Looking absolutely fab in this top. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Talk I meant about to shout this it out. because you posted it on it Instagram, a new good Alma piece. And I'm like, if you don't get this to me ASAP, I have one in my car. I have two in my car. So really I'll give you over. one. <laughs> um, yeah. It's so funny because I was like, oh my gosh, I meant to actually bring on. I'm like, oh, I bet Jess would love to wear this as like a scarf and I'll wear it as a top at the same time. But then I didn't think about it. Um, it's just like a cute little 100% silk luxurious silky silk scarf it's so cute and it's got this bird print all over it that andrew who you know popped onto our show he hand painted all of the bird designs <gasps> and um oh yeah and so it's kind of fun because this is the first piece like we're just having a fun loose like bird watchers club theme and there's going to be a couple other like sweaters and sweatshirts one of the sweaters has this cute quail on it. Oh my um, gosh. But what's what fun about the fun scarf too, collection. if you're wearing it like this, is that there's a different bird in every corner. So you can wear the top, you know, like like you can wear it like a top in four different ways. You right, and it doesn't look like a bird or a like blue a, jay. Well, you can just so showcase cute. whatever bird you want to showcase. So you today can I switch it up. A different bird yeah, a day, today baby. I want to showcase the quail. So anyway, yeah. Yes, I love Go a scarf. check it out. So. Good mom. Yeah. Oh. Um... Today, I'm excited about this episode. I know. We wanted to answer questions from the broads about kind of what's happening. Um, you know, how maybe certain whys, if we didn't answer them in the in last Tuesday's episode, yeah. what's coming, all of that. I have to tell you first. Yeah, tell me. I, you know, been a little bit of an emotional basket case. Um the day before we dropped the episode um, and I was like going through it or whatever and I was getting teary listening to certain parts of the episode and feeling emotional and Ember was doing her little homework next to me and she looked at me and she's like, what are you, what are you upset about? Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just, um, I'm like, I'm just feeling 
emotional. I'm feeling a little bit sad and I'm feeling a little bit nervous and all sorts of emotions because, you know, mommy and Auntie Becca were wrapping up the podcast. And so I'm feeling, you know, a little sad about that and then like nervous about new beginnings. And, and Ember goes, I know that feeling. And I'm like, do you like what? How do you know that feeling? And she's like, well, when I was ending kindergarten, I was really sad because I really was going to miss my teacher because I love my teacher. So I was really sad that I was going to have to leave my teacher. And I was really nervous because starting first grade is really scary. And I didn't know about the homework. And I also didn't know if I was going to like my teacher. She's like, but then I started first grade and I love my teacher. And I still got to hang out with my friends from kindergarten. And I'm learning all sorts of new things. She's like, and I get to see my kindergarten teacher all the time at school. So I was really scared, but it was really good. And I'm really happy. And that just like made my heart just break and explode. I'm like, oh my God, that is an absolute parallel. Yeah. An absolute parallel. And her Mm. just little spirit was like, yeah, I understand. It's going to be fine. And it made me think about how like that's just life. And how this is just like such a... Always transitions. Always transitions. And how they're sad and scary and full of emotion. But then with like communication and all these, there can be all these new beautiful experiences on the other side. Definitely. And I was like, out of the mouths of babes, baby. Mm. Out of the mouths of babes. That's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's funny because... I don't think it's really like set in for me at all. Like I don't actually have like a lot of emotion coming up. Like it's it. I don't think it's quite hit me, especially because we've been like slowly talking about everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that like I was saying last episode, I just feel so much relief from anxiety of of things between us. Like just. Yeah. I was feeling so much of that. And so I just feel so much relief of like, wow, I'm so happy with the way that this transition has been going so far. Um, But yeah, I don't think it's going to set in until like a few weeks out. Yeah. (laughs) Or until like, we're not recording every week together. Like I imagine like the first Wednesday where I'm like, Oh, what am I doing? No, that's going to feel really weird. Yeah. That's going to feel really weird. And even like you, it's like this routine, you know, it's like, you're like, you kind of got, you got your sketch. This is what we do. You watch this, you plan this, you record here, edit here. I mean, like, yeah. And I know you'll still be, you guys will be continuing on to your show, but with ad copy and like prep and all that, it's just going to be a completely different, I know. completely I know. Sh- different shift. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. As far as like how many episodes a week, I'm like, we'll see if we're going to do. Still, it's not like you're going to be doing three no. anytime soon. No, like no. One or two. Yes. So, <laughs> not three. Yeah. If you did do two episodes a week, what would you do? Oh, second, would you just, yeah, talk about that. I'm sure people have that question. Yeah, so I think, I don't know if I made this clear because I think a lot of people were asking, um, sending me messages about it um, in, from the last episode. So the plan is that after we... Uh, put out our final episode of Chatty Broads that Evan and I are going to um, start our podcast either that next week or maybe one week break in between, but it will be either immediately that next week or uh, the following week. 
and we're going to be doing reality TV recapping. So, you know, um, maybe we'll do Love is Blind. It depends on what's coming up around that season. Yeah. Doing The Bachelor, all that stuff. Um, but as far as a second episode of the week goes, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be like having conversations with my husband in this and kind of see what comes from that. So obviously like conversations about relationships and those dynamics, um, you know, potentially guests specifically just focused in on relationships, um, maybe different people from reality TV and what's going on with them and breakups, um, but definitely focused on that since, you know, him and I were kind of dating. <laughs> you guys <laughs> so, are a thing. Yeah, but you know, well, but it's also like, that's the plan um, of what we're going to focus in on. But at the same time, we both want to be kind of open to like what happens. And mm -hmm. as we start recording together, like we're focusing on the reality TV recaps of everything. But if all of a sudden there's a different feel of like, oh, this feels right while we're recording together, maybe moving into that space more. So we're, we're open. We're Do open you to that. have an idea of what show you'll be recapping? Because that's like in six to eight weeks. I believe Love is Blind will be airing season okay. three around that time. So I think we're going to be doing Love is Did Blind. Did you watch season two? I know I have to watch it now. I'm like, I got to watch it. I loved I the first. I didn't watch it either. I loved the first season. I heard Love is Blind season two was crazy. I heard that too. And I remember there was so much drama coming oh, yeah. out of it. Because now they have the Love is Blind after the altar. You know, but, you know, maybe if there's a new uh, Real Housewives, Too Hot to Handle. There is Salt Lake City season three Salt Lake starting. City. Like, today. I love with every bone in my body, Love Island UK. Like, oh, that's yeah. One, and that is Evan's, like, favorite reality TV yeah. show. He's obsessed. The man will binge like no other. But there is an episode every day. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm quite able to commit to uh, watching all how those episodes. How long Like, how long do they do an episode every day for how many weeks? Like, same length as The Bachelor. So they have like... There's like 56 episodes. And how long? I guess long? maybe it's not as long. Maybe it's like a month or five weeks or something like that. But there's like in the... Like, there's like 20 to 30 episodes. Oh, like 50. How many, how long are, is each one? An hour, I believe. And the thing that's so great about Love Island is that because they're putting out, by the way, the production team on this, can you imagine? No. Because it's happening, the UK ones are happening live because people are voting while they're in the villa about like who they want to send in, who they want to kick off. Live? So they're putting out like every 24 hours they're popping out an episode. But what's really cool about that is because it's day to day. Yeah. The out Wait, of, so how do you watch this if it's every day? Like how how does someone maintain watching the show? I mean, do people like but but I'm being serious. Like do people watch every episode or do they kind of just like can you sort of like watch one every 3 episodes? You know, for myself because I'm not watching it live, I don't get it until a little bit after. Right. Um the it drops in the UK. Yeah. So like I'll binge a couple at a time. Okay. Like oh at nighttime I'll watch like two episodes yeah. and then like, you know, so I just take my time okay. through it. But over in the UK, it's a show that's like an every night type show. It's almost like watching a late night TV, right? Okay. Where it's like Jimmy Fallon's on every single night. Okay. And it's for an hour. And so it's like every night in the UK people are watching and voting and wow. staying abreast of all the drama. And what's wild Monday about through it, Sunday. Mon uh, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Okay. 
what's wild about it is that the contestants are on the show and because it's live they have their instagrams that are blowing up and they don't know it and then they'll come back and have like millions of followers because the people on love island crush numbers that's crazy. they put the bachelor to shame numbers wise like you'll see people who walk off with like you know, past Hannah Brown, Tyler C type numbers. Five, six million. Yeah, like seven. four, yeah. like three, four million. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so the idea of going on the show and not knowing what's happening, people's opinions on the outside of you, they have no idea. Granted, it seems like when you're doing things like live like that, there's so much less room for like editing stuff so well, it's that's like that's what i was gonna say so i so think get more real depictions i think of one of the reasons I mean, in a reality tv show but yeah i think one of the reasons why i really like the show so much is because sure it's technically reality sure. tv but when you're putting an episode out every single day you're you're actually not getting this like crazy edited yeah planned out thing as much you're actually seeing people's real responses the drama actually happening in real time. And in general, I don't feel like it is often at all where there's ever like a villain on the show. Someone will make a mistake. Yeah. There'll be fallout, but then they repair it. And it's probably just on to the next thing. And it's on to the next thing. And yeah. so there's not, you don't typically like leave the show being like, oh, that person was the worst and they were horrible. Yeah. It's a little bit like, oh, these, human are, these are my favorites. Yeah. I love them. But that's kind of, it's not, it doesn't feel as like vitriol and like planned out. We got to have a villain. We got to have a hero. So yeah, I guess how would you recap that if you were doing it? I mean, I mean, every day it's like, it's just too much. I'm like, it's just too much TV for my brain. <laughs> yeah, that's <crazy>. Honestly, <laughs> it's too much TV for my brain. Wow. Okay, interesting. I mean, granted, you could do it and you could do two episodes a week and you would just kind of cover whatever's yeah. happened. It's just more like the amount of like, like watching. watching that much reality TV. Feels yeah, like that. my brain might explode. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I need some some calm app through it, some meditative time. Granted, the one hour a night is nice after just coming off of the season of The Bachelorette where we had like a two hour finale and then the next day a three hour finale. And like then Bachelor in Paradise twice a week for two hours each. That's basically the same amount of time, I mean, honestly, though, Jess. It is. It it's is. It's like four hours, Maybe we will. five I mean, hours. You never know. Maybe we decide to dive into it because I do know that is like that show is the love of Evan's life. I have never seen the man. That's so funny. He watches that show and he falls in love with a couple immediately. And it is like he'll be on the floor watching it. Yeah. Just like bawling watching this show i'm like you won't cry during our conversations but you watch love island and he gets so invested in these couples and oh. he's like i believe that it's true love and like it's just so invested interesting i have yeah. never seen an, a single episode in my life so i might just have to do it i will stand by forever okay i watched part of the first season of love island usa and i was like eh about it but i heard that it just keeps getting better and better. I heard this last season of Love Island USA was really good, but I am like a Love Island UK fanatic. I've been watching mm. it since the second season many years ago when it came out. And it's just so good. Mm. It's so good. All of the iterations, Love Island, Australia, all of it. It's mm. fantastic. Mm. Everyone's so fun on the show too. And they're just constant. They know how to do it. 
like I said, they did the Casa Amor thing yeah. where they like they dropped the new bombshells in the villa constantly. Like new it's bomb just shell has new, entered the villa. The new bombshell has entered the villa. Like it's just fantastic. Interesting. Fantastic. I do think I am so overwhelmed. When you said that there's an episode every day, I'm like No, it's one of those things where it's like if you're watching it, you just have to go in and be like, Okay, like this might be our new show and I'm yeah. gonna casually watch it when I wanna watch it. Yeah. But it's it's a show that I do feel like you can pop in and out okay. of because so many things are changing that like you could miss a full relationship over two episodes right. and there's a brand new relationship that's right. like a full breakup and now they're fully invested in someone else. Well, that might become Justin Evans show might become a love Island recap <laughs> we'll show. See. We'll see. That might, that might be what you're hearing, but we'll I think, see. you know, look, sometimes, um, for some of these questions, like there aren't solid answers to like a lot of these things are an exploration in progress. So I think, you know, it's like, you don't know what. Yeah. Show exactly so yeah, that's the game plan. And like, happens. of course I just wanted to say to, you know, leading up to it, like I'll be, posting about it i'll be letting everyone know like when we figure out exactly what show we're going to do and have like specific release dates and everything but yeah yeah it'll be it'll be right after and uh yeah okay broad squad quick pause so if there's one thing in life you really don't want to be loosey-goosey with it's your birth control prescription but listen we get it sometimes life has other plans and standing in line at the pharmacy or making it to a doctor's appointment to talk about your prescription might not be at the top of your priority list for the month that's where favor comes in the digital service providing you easy access to birth control the service that we have shared about forever and that you know and love as the pill club is now favor. They've got over 4,000 five-star reviews. They carry over 120 FDA-approved brands, and they ship to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are actually free with insurance or Medicaid, and prices start as low as $6.99 per pack without insurance. Favor delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging, along with other self-care extras. No more waiting in line at the pharmacy or trying to find time in your work schedule to make it to a doctor's appointment. Favor lets you handle everything easily from your own home. And because birth control is not exactly the most simple subject to understand, you'll even have access, personalized access, to their licensed medical team via text to walk you through the entire process. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash chatty, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Chatty Broads listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's H-E-Y-F-A-V-O-R.com slash chatty, heyfavor.com slash chatty to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more individuals in need of affordable birth control. Remember, heyfavor.com slash chatty. You must use the link to make a donation. So I used to think that eating out was the ultimate treat, but honestly, no. You want to know what the actual dream is? Cooking something delicious in your own kitchen with fresh ingredients that taste like it could have been made in a restaurant. Oh, and it doesn't cost a fortune. And there are almost no dishes afterwards. If it sounds like there's no way a meal like that could possibly exist, then listen up because you're going to want to hear all about 
HelloFresh. Oh, HelloFresh is the dream partner when it comes to mealtime. Literally, the hardest part of the whole process is you have to pick out what you want to eat from their menu. They've got over 30 different recipes every week to choose from. Uh, once you have made your selections, HelloFresh sends you pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. And they make home cooking easy and fun again. The meals are ready in minutes, and you actually save money compared to eating out. And you can save money from grocery shopping uh, because you never have leftover ingredients. Um, so all those are reasons to switch to HelloFresh. Okay, so the reason I love cooking with HelloFresh, or I guess one of the reasons really, is that it lets me get experimental in the kitchen. Okay, we all know that I'm no expert chef. I've spoken about this before. Um, I tend to stick to the few recipes in the kitchen that I know and I have ingredients for, and they're decent. But with HelloFresh, their recipes are foolproof, and because they supply everything you need, you don't have to worry about being wasteful. You only get exactly what you're going to use. It's allowed us to try so many new dishes and cuisines at my house that I know I never would have been able to figure out how to cook on my own. So thank you, HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty65 and use code Chatty65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Chatty65 and use code Chatty65 for 65% off plus free shipping today. Um, I think that is a good segue into the next question that like a ton of people have, which is when exactly is the pod is our podcast over, which is like, I guess, another thing that we just kind of have to work out. It's going to be shortly after Paradise ends. So if we've done our calculations right, like probably the first week of November. But I feel like depending on what we've covered, just in terms of like we want to have like fan favorite guests on we want to have a final date night episode so like maybe it'll be like one another week or another episode or two after or like another few episodes after um paradise finale so yeah i would say sometime in the first two weeks of november yeah um yeah and um also you know we're going to be doing our best to to be communicating with all you broads like you know when we know when the final episode of Bachelor of Paradise yeah. is ending and what the schedule is going to be as this we finish up. Question is so sad. Oh my this God. This person what? said, Anyway, you guys will decide not to do this. My heart is broken. I feel like I'm losing my best friends. I'm just so sad. Oh my God. Well, okay. I will say this. If you like bros and you like broads, there's going to be one host from each of those starting a podcast immediately. So there is that. Um, you're but not losing just, all your friends. That just makes me. But I so I mean, I so appreciate that so much. Like it means so much. And I'm so sorry for. Yeah, those feelings of loss like you and I were talking about behind the scenes and we mentioned it on Tuesday's episode it's like when you have your podcast or your show that you watch and it comes to an end like there's no there's no way around it to say like it sucks like it's not it's it it sucks yeah and yeah this wasn't obviously like again like we discussed in Tuesday's episode this wasn't a decision that was carried out lightly and we feel confident about it. And like we yeah. said, we also wanted to, we wanted to dock the ship. And I don't think that if we like decided to continue for another couple of years, like not because we hate working together or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I think as we were talking about, it's just 
doesn't feel right in our timing and like what I don't know what whatever's calling us right now whatever that may be so I feel like if we just continued to to keep on keeping on I feel like there would be like a loss of this like authenticity Mm -hmm. or this sort of like pull that I think made our show so good honestly in the first place and I would hate to see that I would hate to feel like it was just kind of like meh Mm -hmm. Um, I also feel like then there's like a three-way thing going on right it's like we're not then honoring ourselves yeah we're not honoring each other and then we're not honoring honoring the broads as listeners when no, we're not what putting reason, out this authentic product what would be the reason then to continue right it would be either as like a money grab or mm-hmm. to try to like make people yeah. happy uh, neither exactly. of which are like not gonna be very fulfilling but but i'm being serious like i do feel like for the people that are really bummed out i totally understand and also like you're there's still going to be content coming out like from jess and evan and i feel like that's i don't know something to look forward to um so uh, people also asked like will you we're gonna do our best people also asked can replace becca but we're gonna do our best people did ask will you and gray ever make appearances on your guys podcast i don't know will we they have been banned and blocked. <laughs> no, I mean, of course, you know that if, and that's my thing too. It's like going into this, I never want to make that promise because I want to be able to give you and Grayston your space and not be like, so I'm expecting you to show up on this one, this one, this one, and this one. It's like the door is always open and that's, and that's a fact. It's just more like I also then want to respect your time and space if you're like hey i need a, a break here for you a know moment. what's funny though is i love i've just realized lately like i and being people a guest? have been asked i just love being a guest on someone else's show it's like there's no commitment there's no like it's just kind of like all the fun parts of having a podcast mm-hmm. to be honest like i've guested on a couple podcasts recently i went on craig's i went on that was such um, a good episode by the way so I fun to it. Um, I love him. Went on Craig's, uh, went on Abby's. I think there was someone else. I, I'm going to go on Lena's soon. And, uh, oh, you're going to go on Lena's? Yeah, I'm going to go well, on Lena's. Really good. We just have to nail down a date. But um, yeah, it's like I just am having fun like being on other people's podcasts because it's just you just get to like chat and they're in charge of coming up with what you want to talk about. And it's just sort of like. I don't know. That's fun. It's almost a little bit like reality TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it totally right? is. You're showing up totally. as you and you have like a producer asking you questions and you're answering them. And like, you're like, I get to now flex and be funny and fun and answer the questions in a fun, exciting way. A thousand percent. Yeah, and it's, there's kind of no pressure. I don't generally mm-hmm. look and see. Oh my God. Although I looked at the comments on Community Surface, Craig's thing. And I didn't know there were so many incels on the comment <laughs> thread. Wait, you mean on the YouTube? No, like on the, he has like a community service podcast Instagram account. Oh, okay. And everyone on it was just like pretty girl, but she like, ew, look at those armpits. Like it was like nothing. And I haven't seen anything like that in a long time. Get out of here. And it was just like literally like 20 guys just commenting with the razor emoji. I know it was actually kind of like it kind of shook me Craig it's time to go on a rampage rant on one of your your podcasts now tomorrow um so I feel like Craig's literally even 
maybe my memory I have there's like random trauma memories that come in and out of like different dramas or whatever but I feel like there was something that went down where someone was shaming you for your body hair Uh and Craig went on his Instagram stories and tagged that person whoever it was and was going off on them and I remember I forget who it was it was someone who uh who's like brother oh it was Jesse James Decker's brother who did it but I don't even think they associate with each other anymore there's a lot of drama in that family oh but uh it was Eric no no no. uh it was yeah whatever her brother's name is and Craig what maybe it was Craig Maybe it was Craig who went off on him. No, it him. was yeah, Craig. It no, was? I know that. I just wasn't sure who it was oh, he was going no, that off was on. Jesse James no, Decker's Craig, brother. I was In like, case you guys don't know, it was a few years ago, and her brother, he, like, posted on, on his story. It was so aggressive. He went on his story, posted a photo of me that I had posted in a dress, and he was like, he just went off and was like, this is disgusting. Like, I would never like want to be with a woman who looks like like just went off and, it and then was of course so people were sending it to because me. it wasn't like you two had had any drama there was no and he literally didn't know who i was he literally like probably came up on his explore page or someone sent it to him and then it was just like ew i'm gonna rant about this he was like some things are like not okay like and went crazy and then i was like dude that like it had me shaking like it was unbelievable oh, yeah. and uh so i was just like, dude, this is not cool. And he like doubled down, was just like, I'm sorry. Like some things I'm going to call him like, as I see him, like some things are disgusting and like whatever, whatever. And it was crazy. But then he did end up about a year after actually he messaged me and was like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, like, I'm really, really sorry. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And I know that within that time, like he had a daughter that was born and he was just like, I'm really sorry. Like, I want to make amends with people that I've hurt in my life. And like, I shouldn't have done that. And he, yeah, he, he. He messaged me and apologized to me like a year after, oh, which was wow. okay. I, I meant a, I was just like you know thank you. So he we, he came back later and like you know wanted to make things right. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was crazy though. So yeah, so Craig. Went I off. was like, was this a fever dream? But okay, yeah, no. Craig went on his Instagram and he was tagging him, and I remember Craig, <laughs> <laughs> in Craig fashion, going off, so and funny. I remember having this moment. Because I think that was like, we were still new in our relationship with Craig. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, family. <laughs> That's our brother. He's like defending Becca, like publicly going off. Oh, it was I like, love brother Craig, Craig so much. Oh, I adore him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've enjoyed going on other people's podcasts. By the way, a lot of people have brought this up and I thought it was kind of a fabulous idea. People want to do a final merch drop. And I was just thinking maybe we could do something and do chatty broads forever or something like oh, that. Oh, that's I think really people cute. Would love that. that would be really fun. Um, yeah. That would be like chatty broads and then like an expired stamp on it. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. You know what I was thinking? I was like, oh my gosh, all of our like Not the chatty renewed. broads merch is like vintage now. I know. It's a collector's it's a, item. Yeah, it's a capsule. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, here's another one. Yeah, it's funny that people ask, like, would you ever go on Justin Evans' podcast as a special guest? It's like, would I ever? Like, sure. Yes. Yeah, why not? We're all good here. Um, We're all good here. Also, a lot of people... Interesting. Interesting question, too. Someone asked, uh, what's happening to the Chatty Broad socials? Can one of you reuse them for the next pod? Um... Potentially, I haven't yeah. really 
haven't really thought about that. I haven't broken that one down quite yet. Negotiations yeah. can always happen. Uh, and a lot of people, too, it's ask... It's going to become me, Ruth's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I buy it off Jess, and I just turn it to Ruth and Frank. It's just Ruth. No, not even Ruth. It's just Ruth. <laughs> Ruth is like, I need my own space, baby. It's my time to shine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo. Um, people also said, would you consider doing a final... IRL live show before the end. No, not enough time to plan that. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe one day, you know <laughs> maybe, what? Maybe a re- maybe we did a, re- a live reunion. A live reunion would be great. Or honestly, cool. like Evan and I have talked about uh, doing some shows and obviously, you know, would love to have you as a guest. The IRL live shows are already in the works. Okay. Uh, but no, with Chatty Broads, that not before the end of the podcast. A lot of people too... A lot of people do ask you about chatty bros, and to be honest, that I can't answer that. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they have plans to keep going, but I don't even think they've fleshed that out. Yeah, I <laughs> don't think so. But I was just thinking the other day, like, and I'm just gonna tell them both, like, if they wanted to, they probably could do a Patreon with just even a couple episodes a month. Yeah. Like the amount of questions on here that are like, bros, what about chatty bros? Um, da, 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 da. Evan and Gray, what's happening? Chatty, what's happening with Chatty Bros? Chatty Bros ending too? What's happening with the oh Bros? Will goodness. Chatty Bros still be a thing? That's gonna make them feel so happy to know, know. that everyone was asking. What's happening with Chatty Bros? Honestly, yeah. it has been. Will Chatty Bros live on? Like Becca and I have been saying, you know, this is more of a recent conversation with us. But there has been, you know, there's so many layers to it that go just beyond the actual sitting in front of the microphone with like contracts and all that stuff. So it's like there's been so much time put into talking about chatty broads that, yeah, we haven't even I kind of always looked at it as like a a full thing. But the boys, the boys can talk about what they might have planned in the future, something maybe potential We'll talk to them about it. Um, someone said, can you revisit your conversation about faith in a future pod? And I think definitely. I think maybe we should just make a mental note to put up a post on our Chatty Broads Instagram and ask specifically for the intention of like, what would you like us to cover? Yes. And then we can also see, I think what's fun about doing that too is the most like comments will shoot to the top so we can kind of see versus doing like a question box. Oh, we that's can a kind great of idea. see what excites people the most. Great as a community. idea. So have everybody say what they want Comment. and then to like it if they. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll naturally see those float to the top. I think that's a great idea, but absolutely would love to revisit the faith conversation. Yeah. Um, people are here and I can let you scroll through too. Um, Someone asked just a, a few people have asked, Becca, are you still doing stuff, ads and stuff on Instagram? And yeah, uh, I don't have any other plans right now. I don't I really don't know what's going to happen like in the next couple of years. I legitimately I legitimately like don't have any plans. And that's not me just saying that like I have. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Don't know if you, if and, you could create a dream scenario for yourself, do you have one or is kind of the dream um, scenario just not having any plans and just being able to feel for the first time, honestly, in a really, I was thinking about your journey and feeling a little overwhelmed just thinking about your journey. I was like, Becca 
went on a reality TV show. Almost straight off of a reality TV show was about to hot like that. The the bombardment of that new life experience and all these followers and all those transitions and interviews and all that planning to go on the next reality TV show. You get pregnant, massive life shift. We start the podcast. You have I was also before even I got pregnant, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do paradise. And I actually was like, I don't talk about this a lot because it's sort of feels weird, but like I was legitimately like, um, had just got signed on with like an acting agency. Like I was started doing classes. I gotten a, like literally my first audition I ever went to Meryl Streep. Yeah. My, <laughs> my first audition I, I ever went to, I did get a call back for, I was really Wait, excited. Real? Yeah. And, uh, and that went really well. Like the second Can audition. Can you say what it was for? It was just for like a soap. It was for what's one of the big soap operas that's like still all around. my children or like his Days as of Our the, Lives. Is days still, of Our Lives. Is that, that one's not still on. I, I don't know. As the world turns. There's like one of those big ones. Like yeah. General Hospital. I don't know if okay, that's still General around. Hospital? I, I think don't know like, if that's still around. It's one of the old. It was one of the. What's one of the oldest soap operas ever that's still around? All I'm thinking about is Days of Our Lives and All My Children. I think it might have been Days of Our Lives. Okay. It was like wow. a show like oh, that. Cool. And I got a call back for that. <gasps> and I was so excited. I really crushed that one. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then like the second audition I ever went on for was um for Lil Dicky's show and I auditioned for the role of his girlfriend and I actually got got to read with him and like go back and forth with him for in that audition and I got Wait, like for real yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's I got, a really good show yeah no I know and and uh Andrew Santino's on that show who I oh, love really yeah yeah um it took a long time to make because I did that audition back in 20 beginning of 20 beginning of 2018 um but yeah and like that audition went pretty well and they they i got good note because they like send notes you know to like your agent after and they were like you know she was like really charming and great like she's she we just like don't feel like she's like right for this role um yeah and i also auditioned for like a this netflix show too for like i was going out for like big auditions because i was like, shook right now i had no i like i remember <laughs> you saying that like you dabbled but i did not know that it was like proper like this well it was kind of like it it was lucky because i um you know had come off of the bachelor but honestly like a lot of people were like well you know you yeah actually i had a meeting with CAA like it, I was actually like and luckily I had the connection of Gray's dad because I started dating Gray in like February and immediately like his dad was down to like give recommendations and stuff but um but yeah luckily there was a couple agents who were like a fan of the show and were like oh yeah like you know like you have on screen whatever so I was going out for yeah I was going out for those auditions and normally if you go out for an audition like you don't get to audition for those kind of roles like that's why that's why I'm like in shock when you're saying that right now because it's like especially first like early auditions yeah so holy smokes that was really cool and then I just got pregnant and then you know like nothing came would you it. ever try to do that again for sure well and and with this show that I've been co-writing for um which is so cool yeah. and we did just get turned down by we took it to um Eva Longoria's studio and it did get turned down but now we're going to talks with other studios here's right my now. thing though when you <laughs> when you had posted that close friends yeah close friends <laughs> i'm like 
do you realize that you just had like that's the wildest opportunity ever like the fact that no to be sitting in a meeting with her with wet hair being like oh hey guys you know what's up like like that's already one million steps forward yeah that's wild yeah so um but that's like proper hollywood business baby but with that show i mean if anything my dream with that show is like i just want to make the pilot like i don't it's you know you don't realize with this stuff like with shows and movies it's like it's so rare that something gets written and then makes it all the way to like actually airing as a season like thousands of shows get turned down and don't nothing happens with them um but yeah my dream with this one is like i would love to just have the pilot get made but if the show does happen like i would be i would be starring in it so that's like like the role so is that like a is that like a non-negotiable or you're like i will be the lead well i didn't that wasn't like my so it's kind of funny i i uh a, a, an agent a former like just instagram ad agent you know who they are like the oh. you know from what's oh, it okay yeah yeah only does instagram deals normally he was like hey i had um a guy reach out to me from this um production like they they produce tv shows whatever they're looking for people to collaborate with to create shows like loosely based on like their life experience and when we're talking loose i'm talking very loose like none of the things in the show like are really like about me but it's just kind of like i I guess you would call it like the spirit of me you know how like you know how lacroix is like like peach flavored and you're like maybe a peach was next door when they made it right, like right, that's right. kind of how this show air. is to me like it's sort of it's very Becca was okay nearby yeah it's sort of we thought of her when making this is kind of what it is but i had a meeting with the producer and he was just like tell me about yourself it's kind of like the bachelor audition or it was like just talk about yourself and i was like well let me, <laughs> You're tell, like, let you. me tell you let me do tell you got you. a couple hours yeah and basically like his whole thing and his whole thing and he actually come to find out he and gray's dad have known each other for a long time didn't know that they had that connection wow. was cool um but he was basically just like yeah i uh I think I think we can make you a star like let's make this show and like let's put no we and it was funny with the writer when we were going over the show pitch because you have to like the right the writer and I have to like pitch the show to studios and stuff like that so when we were going over the writer the the show pitch you know you go over the cast of characters and the character's name is Annie and it's like Annie and she was like you know think like a this actress or this actress and he's like no when we do the pitch, you're going to say, like, think Becca Martinez. Like, we're not going to have, like, someone else. Like, it's going to be Becca playing this character. Whoa. So I'm like, okay. You're, like, not going to argue with that you're good fine. sir. So, I mean, again, I who knows what happens with that? And also, like, even if it gets picked up by a studio, this is the kind of thing where it can be, like, three or four years in the future something sure. might happen. Um, but... Uh, all that being said about the acting thing it's like yeah I'm definitely open to it I would love to see you start going out for auditions oh my god the idea of you being on like our last episode where you're like I just you know I'm wanting to battle those feelings of potential jealousy it's like Evan and I recap reality TV until we die and Becca becomes the next Ana de Armas (laughs) (laughs) you're like the red carpet premieres and we're like 
Bachelor season number 721, oh, darling. <laughs> well, I would know how to handle the PR, that's for sure. Getting the, it would be, yeah. I don't know, though. I am quite, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a diva, but I have a hard time with people telling me what to do. Like, I've got, done some commercials before, like, since The Bachelor, you know, because they're like, oh, I want Bachelor. Becca Martinez doing the commercial for Britta or whatever. And it is really hard for me for someone to be like, do, okay, do it again. Okay, do that again. You're like, I'm not doing it again. Do that again, <laughs> but do this. And I'm like, I just did that, you know? And they're like, oh, but more of this. And I'm like, but that wasn't enough. Like, it's... Right. I don't know if I can really handle that environment. So we'll see. Maybe the stage calls to you. I Maybe have the, been the Broadway lately. stage. I have been thinking lately. I'd like to... I, I was legit last week looking up, like, auditions at, like, the Long Beach Playhouse. Because I was should. like... Sounds fun. You should. I hate theater people, though. I'm going to... How <laughs> honestly dare you? Well, I was in theater all of high I school, know. but I hated theater people. Do you know people. what's so funny is a couple of years ago, I started looking up, play like, if there were local musicals. Oh, yeah. Because I was just like, it just sounds fun. Like, it yeah. just sounds fun well, guys, to try we, to Well, guys, you may not a- see us on the podcast, but Jess and I may be on the stage together. I mean, how fun would that be, though, for real? Oh, my God. Like, I love... I live for the theater one of my best friends growing up we got double casted as uh cruella and that was a blast like she was my best friend oh, you audition- proper double casted you were understudy no because like, that sounds like it could be some drama no, no, in the street no a double it was a straight oh, double so cast that's and so fun she and i both were cruel and it was like i was so fun yeah it was it was amazing but anyway can you imagine <sighs> If we got in a role together. That would be so fun. Like you would be an ingenue, an ingenue energy. And I'm definitely like evil aunt. <laughs> That's what I, to be honest, I always wanted to play the, uh, the, those characters, you know, like the fun, like the villainous, sure. like over those the are top. Super. You get the like, laugh a lot of times it's too. It's just fun. Or, and it's also less pressure because you're not on stage all the time with all the lines and all the or songs. Or you are like when you're Cruella DeVille, like when I was That's 10 true. and that was the best of both worlds i'm like i'm the evil villain star of the show that's awesome like, please <laughs> yeah i al- did always want to play those characters but yeah instead i in high school we had like a couple my teacher was really into the 60s shows and so i always got cast as like ding yep. you know yeah i was this the bad person <laughs> i was the bad people <laughs> But I didn't want that Dude, because, of the, what, because of the pressure a lot of times too. It's just fun. It's, it's just fun. fun. Like you get to really like play. You get, you get to be an actor. I just also um, something that your girl can't do for the life of her is dance. Well, we know that we both have to be in a starring role so that everyone else dances around. But us. a lot of the shows that I'd be doing is the lead would have a lot of dancing mm. ro- like dancing parts or at least not even intense dancing it was just constant on stage singing and having to know just do a few moves and i can't do even just a few moves i'm like if you gave me one song then i can just learn maybe the steps to that and i'm not going to do it well but at least that's one to focus on when it was like a lead where you're like oh there's 15 songs and you have to learn a few steps for all of Mm -hmm. these no way absolutely not the hard pass oh that's that was always my that was always my sadness of musical theater because i loved it but 
I can't dance. I'm a straight show girl because I mean, like, I I won't say that I'm the world's worst singer, but like, you I can carry a tune, but I can't hit the notes. If you know what I mean, I carry a tune, I can't hit the notes. Sure. So I prefer the straight shows. Mm-hmm. Also, no, actually, some of my favorite shows ever are musicals. My favorite show of all time is Fiddler on the Roof. It's a good one. Yeah, I I love a lot of musicals, but yeah, I got to go for the straight shows. Anyway, all right, well. Tune in to see if Becca hits the stage. Yeah, who or knows? Your Maybe screen. we'll become a, a star. But yeah, I don't have any podcasts. And people are asking about podcasts. Some people are asking about podcast stuff. I don't really like. I threw together like an outline, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that right now. I don't really know what I want to do. Let's see here. See a lot about the bros. So much about the bros. I know, it's sweet. Okay, broads, one more quick pause here. So if you were to ask me or anyone what our dream shoe is for everyday wear, for everyday life, you know, you need a dream shoe that works with your reality, something that's comfortable, affordable, long lasting, super cute, goes with literally anything in your closet. If you haven't already fallen in love with Rothy's broads, you're about to because it's that dream shoe we're talking about. Rothy's, they make some of our favorite shoes here at Chatty Broads, and we love that they have stuff for the bros and the kiddos too. They, of course, have their two best sellers for women, the Point and the Flat. They have endless five-star reviews online. They've been featured in pretty much every magazine ever, and they're the perfect shoes. They strike that delicate balance of being trendy, but they're still so classic, so you can keep wearing them for years and years with nearly any outfit, and they always work. And by the way, she literally means years and years because Rothy's has done something really amazing, Broads. All of their shoes are totally machine washable. So when your pair starts to look a little loved, you just toss them in the wash and you pull out a practically new pair after just one wash. And let me say this, as a parent, having kids' shoes from Rothy's has been a game changer because we all know how dirty the little kids' shoes can get, especially after school, after daycare. I throw the shoes in the wash. They're looking good as new. Bless. Get stylish shoes that are versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. And to get $20 off your first purchase, go to rothys.com slash chatty. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty to get $20 off your first purchase of Rothy's. rothys.com slash chatty. So, you know, I've always, always loved seaweed, okay? As a snack, it is unmatched. But until recently... I did not know that it was also one of the hero products in my favorite skincare brand, Osea. If you listen to us often, you already know how much we love Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free skincare line that they've been perfecting for over 25 years, which means they really know their stuff when it comes to getting your skin to its healthiest and glowiest state. Oh, they really do. And right now... This is the time you want to give your skin a little extra bit of TLC. The weather's changing. Here's where the seaweed comes in. Osea uses seaweed for its incredible anti-aging and moisturizing properties. All of their um, Andaria algae products are incredible. Their body oil, their body butter, oh, both are enriched with the nutrient-dense seaweed to transform your skin and keep you glowing. Okay, I know the word transform might sound like we're being a bit dramatic because, you know, we can be sometimes, but I swear to God, broads, this is the real deal. I use the body oil and the body butter after my daily baths, and I feel so soft and smooth. It's incredible. We've been saying this for a long time now. Becca and I have 
both been using Osea for years. It is by a mile my favorite skincare line, and you got to give it a try. Also, great gift idea for the upcoming holidays. For clean body care that gives you facial skincare level results, you've got to try Osea. And right now we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code CHATTY10 at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over 50 bucks get free shipping. You're gonna want it all. Go to OseaMalibu.com, promo code CHATTY10. Uh, this is, oh, we'll just be only recapping with Evan or talking about other topics too. Um... Just to answer this, you know, we're going to be doing reality TV recapping, but I think with that comes conversations about other topics within the reality TV recap. I would imagine that that's just going to be our style. Truth of the matter is this. My sweet, sweet dear husband was not on The Bachelor and doesn't have all the intel or the historical knowledge of Becca. (laughs) So it's going to be some silly, fun recapping and then probably also conversations about a lot of other things weaved throughout um, that somebody also brought up that you never told the story about the girl on the Hawaii beach. And I wanted to say that w- good memory, first of all, to this wow. person. Secondly, we will be doing a final date night episode. We should talk about that so, on the date night. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's what we were saving it for. I okay. was like, I want to hear like Gray's response to the hearing this story for the first time. It's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would also love to hear Evan's version of what happened. Yeah, me too. From his perspective, because he didn't, see part of the conversation he only got the end from her yeah with himself and didn't you kind of shut up about it like after that like you were kind of just upset and didn't really like talk a lot about it to him immediately after yes i did not talk because i was so upset about it and then like we ended up bringing it up like a year later randomly it came into my mind i'm like oh my god do you remember that and then we both shared our versions of what happened and i was like i was really upset about it's that it's kind of yeah he didn't do anything by no. the way no this is another woman was we'll bring it up the we'll other woman it. we'll bring it up on on the date night um will you get matching tattoos maybe maybe becca is here's the thing your your <laughs> tattoos are a little more sacred well, then I also have like the random ones that I let like a drunk friend do on me. But I'm like, as was... a tattoo person, I'm like, <laughs> if Becca wants to tattoo her face on my breasts, I will be totally fine with that. I got to no, yeah, I would definitely, I would, I would do. I a would do a tattoo. Too. We talked a long time ago about doing a rose with a microwave, but I don't think. Uh, I mean, that was the cl- that was the original was idea, the, original the rose with the microwave. We could do that, or if the broads have any ideas of what we should get as matching tattoos, please feel free to send them over. Put it in the comments. Yeah, I mean, the rose with the microwave. I think if done right, could be really, really, really cute. It is fun. And it's a great conversation starter. You know, someone looks at that and they go, what in God's name is a rose covering a microwave? What does that mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Should we have Taisha tattoo them on us? No. Can we get Taisha to come in? Okay, let's get Taisha's dad Dad to to do them. No, no, (laughs) I have it. Let's do like the best friend necklaces, but let's have one half chatting, one half broads. Oh, that's really cute. Let's do that. I like that a lot. I will totally do that. Okay, I'll do that. A thousand percent. You don't. Have, you don't have any on your feet, do you? I don't. It's well, we're the gonna have time. to do them. We're gonna have to do a matching foot tattoo. Um, I thought, yeah, I have none I really on like my this feet. This location, like on kind of like the outside of that the is heel. Nice. That's gonna hurt, honey. It's gonna hurt. I've got. It's not. I've. I've gotten like pretty much every other part of my foot tattooed. This is the worst part when it rolls over your 
tendon there. It just feels weird. Yeah. I'm telling you, it does not. It, do, it doesn't hurt. That okay. Way. Everyone makes a, such a big deal about the feet, but it's like any other tattoo. You've gotten every like every part of you <laughs> tattooed. I, I have to tell you, though, the places where people get tattooed the most, like the like the spots that everyone's got a little tattoo on. Yeah. Those are the spots that hurt me the most. Like where? Like inside the wrist. That seems so tender. That hurts so, like that really bothered me. That seems me. really tender. I got very lightheaded during well, that, that process. Well, that also has like the weird tendony thing. Like that, yes. that rolls over the tendon like on the foot. Yes. Yeah. Behind the ear hurts like hell. That, I believe that. And p- tons of people have the little, that's a like, little thing that's behind like the, the ear. That's like the skull though. It that, hurts. Like, yeah, that seems painful. And then the rib cage. Yeah, that seems really that's known Everyone, to be painful. I know, but that but that's I'm like it's so funny that like the spots that are some of the most painful spots on the body are where everyone gets like their first tattoo, like yeah, the top of the foot. Funny. I don't have one, but it's known to be one of the most painful spots to get it's, tattooed. I promise you, it's not that bad. It's really not. <sighs> I mean, a tattoo's tattoo. I mean, I'm, I, I can I can do it. Also, it's that's fine. so simple. We're not gonna like a rose with a microwave might, might be a little more in depth. But no, if we I do was like say, half a heart, with rose like, with a microwave on the top of the foot would be would be painful. That requires some shading. Yeah, that's not just a single needle. That's yeah. that's an ouchy moment. Yeah, I could also put half of it on my little on my little anklet, but that's all for dead people. So that's a little weird to put our podcast. Oh, on I'm like, oh no. Anyway, I love that. I think that's a very cute can idea. Can we get it with a little keychain? like thing like attached like can we get like a little keychain tattooed to the like half of the yes. heart i whatever design you want okay. i will put on my body okay, okay. that's easy no questions asked okay, okay, okay. like i said you want a full portrait of your face i'll do it <laughs> okay just tell me where okay there might be a limit of where right. if you want it literally on my throat yeah. then yeah. i might be like no yeah but if you wanted your face on my back i'd consider okay <laughs> there are no bounds okay okay there are no bounds then yes the answer is yes Oh, some of these are really sweet. We could have someone tattoo us while we're on the episode. I, I think that's a great I idea. I know someone. I Actually, she found... I know someone who... She's done both of my, uh, my cross tattoo and this tattoo, and she found me through Chatty Broads. Oh, my and gosh. And messaged me and said, like, hey, love Chatty Broads. Like, I'd love to give you that's amazing. a free tattoo. And, she and her, ta- me a free tattoo. her tattoos are gorgeous. She's awesome. She's great. They're so nice. So maybe she would be down... We paid her to come and yeah, that'd be fun. That would be amazing. Um, This is really sweet. What was the moment you knew? I'll combine this. What was the moment you knew you would both be friends forever? Uh, Okay. We're still searching for that moment. No, I was going to (laughs) say like, well, you know, I'm genuinely trying to think of that. Well, I was gonna say like, this sounds fucked up, but I would say in like in the last few months, sure. like I genuinely didn't know before, like how the podcast was going to, this sounds so dramatic, but like, I didn't know how the podcast was going to come to an end. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to like burn up in flames and like, we'll never talk to each other. I don't think it's dramatic. I think breaching that subject, like we were saying before, if one of us wouldn't have been on the same page, it's like, like we've explained, you try to be transparent with it. Like it is a business. So if all of a sudden one person's like, I'm done, that means the loss of business for someone. Yeah. So that's a big like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and people do, so we were just talking about this the other day. People do weird stuff in business. Like people take, even people you think really, you know, really well can take weird like left turns. Yeah. And, and they say, you know, don't get involved with friends in business. <laughs> but the but thing I made my friend through business. That's a, so that's what's special is I think that 
And I wonder, and I do wonder and think about this often is, is that really why it worked for so long? Well, I do think it's kind of like, you know, they say also don't, or maybe they don't. I say don't be roommates with a friend, like an already established friend. Mm-hmm. I think of it the exact same way. But I had a great friend who I became, I've had a friend or two that I've quite nearly lo- completely lost the relationship because of being roommates. And then I had like one really wonderful friend who we became friends from being roommates, didn't mm-hmm. really know each other, decided like, yeah, I'm looking for a roommate. You're looking for a roommate. Let's do it. And a beautiful friendship formed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah, I really do. It's like you've got. Yeah. You can't come in with like a narrative or a story about who the other person is beforehand. Do you know what I mean? I fully agree. I think that specifically yeah, and, and going into business and being like, OK, this is what we know of our friendship on a friendship level. It just changes when it does become business because things, there are serious elements to it. Yeah. Um, So I think because we were able to start our relationship from business and like grow our friendship, then it was like, oh, this is, so I'm excited to then have it be like, what is the relationship going to look like when there's no business? Yeah, for sure. Or I think like with business or roommates, you or you have to go in with someone that is literally like family where you've like been in screaming matches and haven't spoken, you know, and like, you know, all of that kind of stuff where you have literally they've seen every side of you. So then you feel comfortable, like just being able to totally call it straight. That's why I'm like, I don't feel nervous about starting like I I know I've joked about it, but I don't feel nervous about starting like business with. Evan well you've also done so much business with him like we've done business for we've been in business together for years just in other facets as well but I will tell you this uh wouldn't have been able to have a business with him towards the beginning of our relationship that's for sure that would have probably ruined our relationship because we operate differently it's over time and like learning like ways of communicating and understanding each other that now it's like oh it's really fun to do business together well and I know you guys even went through like it it wasn't quite because you're doing business together but you guys went through growing pains like when we first started the podcast because your relationship dynamic shifted because of like this new career move and oh yeah like he was in the middle of going through a massive like loss and all of a sudden we were super busy yeah and it was all of a sudden this full shift because for numerous years before that um i had been uh staying at home with ember and like taking a break from the business and um and he had been so busy and providing financially everything for the family so then all of a sudden when that dynamic swapped that was a big shift mm-hmm. definite growing pains that's for sure any kind of transition any kind of transition mm-hmm. it's not easy but i mean as far as us being friends for forever like i feel similarly i'm it, because i think forever is the key word you know what i mean i think that it was like no i'm like have felt like you're friend through this whole thing yeah and then i like remember when that feeling of friend shifted into like more best friend territory and i think that that comes through hardships too like working through certain things going through hard things together like that then and then i think when you're sitting behind a mic we're having conversations that 
are not surface level often. So you're all of a sudden opening up and having these conversations. And I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't had some of these conversations with the people I've been totally like, closest with in my life for years. Yeah. And that takes it to that level. But as far as like friends forever, I feel similar where it's like this locked it in where I'm like, OK, security this is it's a safe place i think there's different layers because like i think that yeah when jess and i first started or when you and i first like hung out together there was instantly like a connection you know where i was like we can totally like be friends like we're we're on the same page um and i know i know probably like everyone says this about jess when they meet her but i also felt like it was like you know, like I bet everyone says like, oh, we could be best friends. But like I had this feeling, you know, where I was like, oh, no, but like, I don't we- always feel that, right. <laughs> That's what I was kind of alluding to was like, no, I got the vibe that I was like, you were like, oh, immediately. No, I, no like, no, I immediately went as soon as Evan and I got in the Uber. I remember being like, I feel like I get really close with Becca. Well, and and when you when just when you for i'm going back and forth the audience and you when you first asked me to do the podcast Mm -hmm. i remember both of us were kind of like are you i don't remember if i said it or you said it but someone was sort of like let's not like do the thing where we like say kind of say we're gonna do it and we don't and maybe it was you and i was just kind of like no like no I'm like, oh, it we, was me. And I was like, no, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to come and we're going to do I it. Remember, like, I'm not I was just like, saying that. So I remember being like, like, you don't need to placate me right now. Because that's what I was right, feeling like. Because sure. I didn't know you well enough to know that you wouldn't lie to me about hovering when you meditate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I did. So I'm like, OK, I don't want well, you to and, feel. And look, I don't. I'm not so honest that if someone says, do you want to do it? I'm like, no, like, I, I definitely yeah. will kind of beat around and be like, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about it. No, yeah, I remember being like, like I remember yeah. being like, OK, I, I want to make sure that you don't feel like I'm pressuring you or that like if you don't show up and we run into each other, that I'm going to be like that bitch. No, I like, think it my, was like, all right, like, I let's shifted just say, my voice down an octave and I was like, did. no, yeah, I'm going to come over to your house next week. Like, I'm not saying that, like yeah. I'm going to we do it. We were yelling over the it. comedy store transition yes. music from comic yes. to comic. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm going to come over. I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I actually, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do want to do this yeah. with you. So, um, anyway, I felt that mutual, like, no, we're, yes, we're on, we're on the same page here. Mm-hmm. I know we are. Um, and then I do remember, like, it was probably during the pandemic or something where I was like, oh my God, like, Jess is the only person I text every single day. And we both are like the only person we'll respond to, like, within three business days. So <laughs> if you, if you, know me on a on a cell if you know me on a cell phone level you know i'm like i get so overwhelmed that's why i think i have a hard time with instagram i'm like i get so overwhelmed with text messages calls just because i'm like there's so much always in the in my head and i have to like kind of keep myself steady and so it's really not intentional that i like don't respond i just get so like focused on something but yeah, you're one of the only people and I've and I've I'll have like 15 unread texts and I'm like, click on Jess's that's like eighth down and then I'll listen to it and respond back, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, it's we always were like, yeah, I'll, I'll always listen. It's like, it doesn't matter weekend <laughs> if I know that it's business or not yeah. business. I'm like, I'll listen right, to the message. That's true. Yeah. And um, and I think, though, what come what part of that is to 
is like the safety and the friendship because also urgency though because like we have also had to get back to each other like right well i think that's how within it's in seven business days right well i think that's how it started right. the back and forth it's like okay i'm gonna always respond because this we started this urgency it's like again well, we are recording the episode we, on wednesday we so we need to know what we're it. gonna talk about right. on wednesday right but like also then in that beyond then when it became not just about business it was like okay i feel there's like then the safety and the friendship of like okay i know i could leave her on red for a month there's no pressure so when right. the pressure's off then it's you're like, like when i i could leave you on red for a month and yeah. you would totally understand yeah. Right. And that then it kind of alleviates that anxiety of uh -huh. like, okay, yeah, I can respond. Uh huh. I think sometimes the anxiety makes me then shut down and be like, I don't know what to oh, say back. Oh, me too. When someone asks like, how have you been doing? They probably won't hear from me for like four months. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just don't even know what to say, you know? Here, give it back to me. Let's My dad always jokes with me about it because I'll be like, you know, all, all of a sudden just like go dark and he's like, we'll just then text me and be like, nice hearing from you. I'm, like, I'm so sorry, dad. I just was anxious about this, this, this and that. And I just, you know, got caught up in emails and then I just, oh, yeah. When are you going to share the name of your guys' show? That's also what people are asking about. Okay. Well, I will say that going to be doing a little photo shoot here soon, working on some creative for the cover. So I thought it would be fun to share the name of the show in like the upcoming weeks fun and once we have everything you know i want it to look pretty for everyone right it was aesthetically put together um and then we'll release it maybe release a little trailer all that like i said um i want to give definitive answers to everyone right now but i also it's still the final pieces are falling together but the definitive answer i can give is that um it will be happening either immediately or in the week or two following chatty broads Yay. so yeah somebody just said what about like a reunion tour that i would, would be love to, to do that in sometime in the future just um, a couple live shows just a couple casual and now that shows. you know that we're a few years like you know we're it's getting safer i'm like it would be so fun to do it in like live in venues person, I know. yeah I know. uh i'm so I get glad. real amped up <laughs> With, with a live crowd, you'll see a part of me that you've never seen before, and which to, is probably so obnoxious. And to be honest, like, I think that the, yeah, get, uh, the live, I think the live show thing kind of freaks, freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. I like a performance, but like, I don't know. But like an impromptu live. Or like being on, again, being on someone else's show. Because I've done like TV live things Yeah, it was before. like, you've done Jimmy Kimmel. Like, that's like that the ultimate me. set of nerves to me. I think it's like something about it being like our show, you know, like my show. Sure. Also, I'm so glad someone asked. They said, can you do a final Jessica and Yadu episode? I'll miss those. You bet your ass we can make that happen. <sighs> oh, yeah. That's all that I want. <laughs> That would be a really good, that's a fantastic final episode. Nine, One of our finals. Nine months since she read our charts. It's about damn time. I'm fiending. That's true. And then also too. She didn't mention us much on the bros episode. <laughs> You're like talking about them. Where am I? Like where do Jess and Becca come yeah. into this reading? We need a final job. Because yeah, she didn't, 
she was just talking about Evan and Grayston, and I feel like now that she will know that our show is coming to the close, maybe she can give us some good parting no, words that's kind of what for I'm our thinking. future. No, that's kind of what I'm thinking. What, like if I, she's, what if she gets on the mic and she's like, you guys should not be ending this. Your charts are <laughs> screaming this is not that the you time should to make final not decisions. be ending this. And we're just like... <laughs> that would be crazy. Okay. But again, like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like... I know that's a joke, but also like I do feel for like you at least that you're just like pivoting, but I don't feel like it's like your podcast career isn't ending. You're going to be sitting in front of this wall and on this couch might look different, yeah. but like, no, you know, I mean, you're, like, you're not here, which is a big difference. Yeah. Well, so let's not <laughs> brush that aside and say that there's, you know, but no, I'll be continuing to podcast for sure. And in, in similar lanes, yeah, um, I'm so, hoping to become the next host of The Bachelor. Yeah, that'd be I I I would support that. Thank you. I would support that. Someone said, "Is this possible financially? Can you both live without this income?" I mean, Jess is continuing on, but then also like I have my Instagram, and then Evan also has a full blown career, which people are also asking, like, "Well, is he going to be quitting his job?" <laughs> okay, so <laughs> no, no, he <laughs> won't be. Um, <laughs> yeah, as far as like financial stuff goes, um, I mean, it's definitely a shift for us. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I don't know how to put this. <sighs> um, if people continue to support mine and Evan's podcast, then that will be, con that will be a financial revenue source for us. If that goes away, then there definitely will be um, a shift financially for Evan and I, which is why, because, you know, we hope everyone loves the podcast and continues listening to the podcast. Um, but if that is not so, that is why Evan will not be quitting his job and he will be continuing with his job. Also, Evan loves doing both. The thing that you got to know about Evan is the man loves to be booked and busy. He loves having a million things going on. That's when he is flying and happy. And Evan is loves doing the podcast and is excited about that. Evan's also really fucking good at his other job. Well, and also, and like, I love like that. He has this other job that he, that brings him so much joy as well. Also like Evan would probably lose his mind if he quit his job. He'd be like, okay, He's, I'm going to golf for two weeks and then I'm going to, he'd be like, I'm losing my mind. Oh, like, he, why am I not working 60 no. hours? I mean, the truth of the matter is if he did quit his job to do full-time podcasting, the people might like it because the amount of content that would be coming out, he'd be like, we need to record another. He'd be like, well, I have two other shows actually on the yeah, side. He's like, I'm guessing on a hundred podcasts this week. I have uh, my Patreon. I'm also going to be starting he a YouTube. give himself 60 hours of work. No, that's true. He's like, I'm going to start a YouTube for us, a family channel. We're going to start putting out all this. I mean, it would be nonstop. And I would be like, does all of this work include me though? Because I need to rest. I know you don't, but I do. Well, and you know, also Jessica Lanyadu said on their bros episode, if you didn't listen, he she was basically like, Evan, stay, stick with what you're doing. It's working for you. I mean, and honestly, like, like proud, proud partner moment. Like he he's killing it. is so good at what he does. It's wild. And he's been the past like 
starting the past year he's always worked with big artists but this past no, year like, like his career has blown up he is working with and i can't name him but like really amazing artists and he's like really amazing he's very he's quite humble when he doesn't he never talks about it and i'm always like can you brag a little bit because when we're at family dinners i'm always like so everybody did you see that evan did can i tell you about evan doing this because he just will sit there and not say anything yeah. i'm like fine i'll share it do you think that he I'll get? Take credit. Do you think that maybe he gets a little overwhelmed with feeling like, like does he feel like, oh, I have a job that no one even knows, like what, like what the job is that I do, like no one even knows that this job is even a thing, like no, he just he's always he's kind of always been. All the pressure he puts on is just on himself. He doesn't really care if other people give him any credit. It's always if he feels like what he's doing is valuable is and is good enough uh-huh. so it wouldn't even really matter like what he was doing it's the pressure so he like won't share it i'm yeah. the one who wants to use You're it like, as a bragging hello. tool a little more <laughs> look at this um, I'm be proud of yourself sir and he's just like i mean i don't know I'm like say it people, but yeah i've been so proud of him if people have also asked it's funny too Someone said, can Jess be more active on social media so we don't miss her? That's the first question. I will tell you this much. I will do my damnedest. I really will. Um, A lot of times when I will take like long breaks on Instagram, it's either one because I am having a little bump in like my mental health. And one of the biggest ways that I can help regulate myself is to stay off social media. Which is and, so good. And genuinely, it's not even like, oh my gosh, don't look in the DMs. It's not even that. It's it's just the sti- like the constant stimulation. And Overwhelm of information. And exactly. People, like, and it'll just be like ringing in my head all day. So that's a lot of times why I'll step away from social media is just like protect my brain. Um, and then also too, when I am like having a hard time if I'm just being perfectly honest, and I know this isn't the sexy answer, I'm real. I get really sensitive, and I know this about myself. So, you know, for example, a couple weeks ago, I put a really cute little video out of Ember, and I received some comments that were like, in my opinion, like really hurtful, and I really retracted, and I'm like, no that hurts too bad. Yeah. So I don't, then all of a sudden posting something else scared me. And I was like, you know, like processing, like, do I want to put this out there? And I just had a million thoughts about it. And so sometimes I'm just like, I just want to protect that privacy when I feel like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. No, I think it makes perfect sense. But what I'm really working on myself, and you are a pinnacle of this to me, and I've always been such a great example, is that even if you feel this way, even if you feel fearful, mm-hmm. you really do an amazing job of living without fear mm. and being willing to be authentic. And even if it's not received, mm that you're going to stand by who you are. And I live in a lot of fear and I'm not going to put out something that's not authentic. 
So I'm then just not going to put something out. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to then put something out fake that I don't mean. And like kind of put up this facade of like, everything's good or like whatever, if I don't mean it. But then if something's not good or I'm nervous about it, then I just will retract. And I'm really trying to like use you as an example as I move forward. Yeah. Is being like, not everybody's going to like you. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's important. And I want my daughter to have that as an example too. Like I want my daughter to feel like she is living like this empowered part of herself who has boundaries and can speak truth and love and humor and not live in fear. And so that's something that I'm really trying to work on. And so honestly, I think your relationship to social media seems at least from a distance, like pretty healthy. Like it seems like this is like, I guess just within our relationship, like the healthiest relationship to social media like you've ever had at this point in your I life. I appreciate that. I definitely feel like the best I do, but I haven't been on social media. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think what you're saying is so good. And I think what I would have said in the past is I would have been like, well, share some of that, you know, like share that you're feeling like overwhelmed or you're feeling sensitive. But to be honest, like, that's really shifted in me where I realized, unfortunately, that um, people will definitely take vulnerability and weaponize it against you and mm-hmm. really try to poison it and twist it. And that's not to say never be vulnerable, but I have myself become much more selective about yeah. the journeys that I'm sharing because, you know, it's like some things just don't need to be shared. That's and true. if you're not feeling called, led by the spirit <laughs> to post, then don't, you know? Yeah. And people get so much about like about yeah, like you. there's a podcast. I'm gonna do. I'll say this. I'm gonna do my very best to make sure that like I'm posting about any updates or things that are going on, or if there's like, hey, this is what's coming out with the podcast, or da da da, and like business type stuff. I think the reason sometimes I don't is because I don't then only want to post that on social media because I know that that is. Right. So boring when it's literally just like, which is why I haven't posted ads. I think I have an ad maybe coming up in like a week, but I haven't posted ads in months because I'm like, I haven't been posting yeah, on social media. Content so I share. don't want to just post ads and be like, people be like, okay, just the ads and then the business stuff. It's like, no, I want to, you know. I had a thought for you though. Yeah. What if you just, what if you didn't feel the pressure to add a caption? What about just with literally no explanation? Just posting photos and videos of like what you're doing on the weekend. That's walking nice. on the beach, taking a picture of Ember in front of us something, and just no caption. Just sharing some pictures and videos of That's whatever really you're doing. That's a really nice idea. Because people, I think I was just thinking, I'm like, what are people wanting? They they get hours of you every like of us, you know, every yeah. week as it is. Like, um, but I think sometimes people just want a little snapshot into yeah. your life. You're just gonna get a ton of selfies of me. <laughs> Just but, like thirst trap, selfie, thirst trap, yeah, selfie. Yeah, yeah. But you know, even people just love even like seeing a little, I think a picture paints a thousand words, you know, even just a shot running on the beach or something like that. Just mm-hmm. a little, That's a flick, good and idea. Just, just post it and then get back off the app, you know, because you know, no one's going to. You're so good on social. Evan and I were talking about it the other day. We're like, listen, there it's, it's a special gift yeah. And I know people will say like, oh, this is just, you know, people, I don't, people make comments about I'm like, sure. oh, the kids these days and the influencers, <laughs> and it's just nothing and da, da, da. It's like you were on a reality TV show, so you got followers. Yeah. But like, 
there's a special skill set for social media and like that is one of your many gifts thank it's you like damn thank you you always like know what to to post or like the good take i'm like i don't even it's just so i think i really house. like because i was like thinking about it's this art. recently i think i really like psychology like people with what i like to try like what do people and i really like marketing and advertising mm-hmm. for that reason like before i went to college i was like yeah, I'd really like to go into marketing and advertising because I really like, and then now I'm just like, oh my God, marketing and advertising is so fucking soulless, but I'm also like a part of it and oh my God. But I've always been interested in it because I'm like, okay, how can we like, how can we reach people? Mm-hmm. You know, like what what commercial makes me feel things and like how, why does it do that? And then like what makes other people feel some type of way, you mm-hmm. know? So like, I don't know. I've just always been interested in that part of it. But also, I think that I just didn't get enough attention as a child. So I love getting attention from a lot of strangers on the Internet. You know, that is fun. Um, and with that, someone asked, are you going to be posting more on social media? And I'm like, bitch, no, I will not be. <laughs> what the heck? I feel like, uh, yeah. Too much. Too much social media. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are really any other pressing questions. But if more come up, we can always answer. Them. Yeah. You know, it's. Again, we wanted to keep this like, obviously we're going to have our favorites on yes. some of our favorite guests and we're going to still be recapping Bachelor in Paradise, but want to keep it free flowing too. So it's like, if anything comes up, want to answer it and uh, we'll post on Instagram what you suggested. Yes. Great idea. Maybe topics, yes. people on a hard post and go ahead and like away on the ones that you are interested in. Yes. So that we can and we're going to do out. Jessica and Yadu anyway. Because <laughs> we want to hear about our futures. Obviously. <laughs> Jessica is always such a gift. And like, Craig. Please more. Craig has to Craig. come on. Roz. It's spooky season, baby. It we're is. entering in Halloween. It's the perfect time to have Roz on. You know who I was just telling people about the other day, too, was Portals from Hell, girl. That was Katrina Weidman back on. Fantastic, wild, fantastic. And now I'm like, we gotta we gotta get some sort of stories prepped for Roz. I know we gotta get some things prepped for Rob for Roz. Also, you know, I love a Mark Wahlberg visit. I know he sent me the sweetest message. I saw that he sent it. I have to open up the message. It's so nice. He is. He's so nice. Mark Wahlberg is the loveliest one of the Please. loveliest people i've ever encountered and he like when you and gray got engaged he sent flowers like i, I mean that man is the real fucking deal people support I him <laughs> he's amazing wait amazing why don't we have him on to like break down some bachelor in paradise stuff why don't we like make him watch an episode or two and come on for that i just had chills <laughs> Oh my God, as a host behind the scenes, yes, 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 yes. And also to give his take on their dynamics and stuff like that, you know, like. That is such a good idea. Oh my God. Let's do it. Okay, Mark, you hear this? We know you listen. We're calling you. Yes. <laughs> We're texting you. Start watching Paradise now. <laughs> please. Yes, please start watching. Start prepping. Get the backstories. <sighs> Love that idea. All right. Well, good things are cooking. We love you broads and chat soon. We'll chat soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.